My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Thank you, family and friends, for tuning in today. Uh, it's a tragedy today. It's always a tragedy when life is taken from us unexpectedly, mercilessly, uh, with with no reason whatsoever for it. Um, there's never, ever any reason why anybody should murder somebody else, especially a child. But when you've got three children that have been confirmed uh, to have lost their lives today and three adults in Nashville, it's uh, it's a sad day. It's, it's, it's gut-wrenching. It's something that... Uh, Tugs on every single one of our hearts. If you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you just if you just love kids, if you think that their innocence should be uh, should be protected, if you if you believe that their lives should be cherished and that they're the most precious gifts from God that we were ever given, the most precious gifts. They're 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 invaluable. They're priceless. Our children um, and the adults. You know, nobody should have to lose their life. But it, it happened today. And I know the left, I think Joe Biden's already come out and wants to attack guns and gun control and add more gun control and take uh, try to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. I still have yet to hear of any kind of mass shooting where a law-abiding gun owner went and conducted such a grotesque act. It's It's, there's... You know, insane people for this, that, and the other reason. But what's interesting that's just finally come out today about the shooter. When I first heard it, they said it was a woman. And I was like, that's just shocking. I haven't. When's the last time you heard of a female mass shooter going into a school and shooting up the place? And then it came out that it was a transgender woman. So it was a man that changed his gender. Who knows if he went through, I don't know yet if he went through complete transition or if he just identified as a transgender. But the fact of the matter is this was an individual that up until 2018, these individuals were considered to have a mental health disorder. And then in 2018, the WHO changed it, said, hey, we're not going to do that. There's too much of a stigma to it. And now we've seen an increasing, increasing rise in kids trying to identify, wanting to identify as the very, the very uh, thing, whatever you call it, stereotype type as this individual that conducted this shooting today. It's heartbreaking. It's infuriating. It, it, it pisses you off, makes you sad. It makes you, it makes you want to cry. It makes you angry. But at the same time, while so many on the left were so quick to rush to judgment immediately, I saw posts where they were already blaming the NRA. They're blaming white right-wing conspiracy theorists or Trump supporters. Then it comes out it's a transgender that went into a Christian school, a school that this individual went to, attended this school, then went back and shot the place up. It's a sad day. It's a hard day. But the truth that, that it we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. I'm going to show you some stats. We're going to talk about what I believe is a a surge 
in the acceptance of mental health issues that are being deemed and paraded and championed, championed as something to assert to be, something to admire. It's, it's, it's sad, and I know this is a difficult subject, but I, I just I wanted to get into this today. And you know, it would be it would re, it would be really nice if as a United States citizen, if you had a president that went to address the people after such a tragedy and actually addressed the nation with a tone and a sense of reverence over the day. You'd, you'd think you'd see a president come to the podium somber, upset, direct. And instead, what did we get, America? What did we get today? Fox News broke when they heard Joe Biden was going to go to the podium to address the nation after this shooting in Nashville. And this, whatever you want to call this, this is what we got from the current president of the United States. The White House. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding, I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Yes. Well, stand up, guys. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. As considering um, the moment, um, we were, we were there's a told that the shooting yeah. that just happened uh, left three children dead, uh, three adults dead, shooters dead, and we were told he would be addressing this f off the top. Yeah, it's uh, rather surprising. I thought that a somber President Biden would have come to the podium here and addressed the school shooting. What was that? He's not even there. He's not even mentally there. This is the individual that so many of us said, please do not let this guy in the Oval Office as the commander-in-chief of the greatest country in the history of the world. This guy shows up to speak after children are slaughtered and wants to talk about ice cream and joke? He's got a bunch of ice cream upstairs? Are you kidding me? Again, my, my last show, I talk about the silver lining. I always try to find the silver lining in things. And I hope a moment like that is just, just one more, hopefully, nail in the coffin for any of your family or friends that voted for him because orange man bad, that voted for him because they believed the propaganda, that voted for him because they thought that he was going to be a great leader. That's not a leader. That's a puppet. That's somebody that has no heartbeat whatsoever with what's taking place in America. None whatsoever. Absolutely disturbing. 
disgusting to see. Again, silver lining. I hope people are waking up. I hope people are waking up. And yes, then he went on to go ahead and urge and push for more gun control. I don't know the facts of how this insane individual got a weapon. Apparently there was multiple rifles, two rifles, and a handgun. Let's wait and find out how this individual got those. Again, initially, the, the reports were it was a female. And then the police, the police had to address it when it was asked directly. Again, you don't want to take my word for it before we get into this subject. Here is the, uh, the police chief. I believe it's the chief there in Nashville speaking directly as to this insane individual and their gender dysphoria. Investigations tell us that she was a former student uh, at the school. I don't know what grade she's attended or grades, but we do uh, firmly believe she was a student there. Did she identify as transgender? She does uh, identify as transgender, yes. Is there any reason? Yes, he identifies as transgender. Yes, he does. Fact, I believe I've got a uh, picture right here I can show you uh, of this individual that although they uh, have a name of Audrey Hale, he uses he, him pronouns. He, him. Audrey Hale, he, him. But dresses as a woman. Tries to dress as a female. Tell them, how is that not a mental health disorder? I just want to ask this for a second. If, uh, if your kid came to you, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, and said, you know, I, I, I identify as a pirate, and pirates, well, they have, a, they have a peg leg. Would you as a parent, would any sane parent say, okay, let's go chop your leg off and stick a wooden post there? Well, Pirates also have a, a hook for an arm. Okay, let's go chop your arm off and stick a hook there. Well, pirates also have, they've got a, they've got one eye covered. They've got a, a, an eye covering up. Okay, well, let's go pluck out one of your eyeballs. Who in the, in the right mind would do anything like that? But how is it any different, friends? When a child is saying they want to identify something that is going to result in them cutting off body parts. How is it any different? And the fact that there are parents that don't see that tells you that there is an absolute deceit. There's a level of deceit and dysphoria from the parents on down that it's, it's like it's intertwined in this whole liberal woke agenda uh which is almost in my opinion it's like satanic you know their their mantra do what thou will do whatever you want do whatever you want whatever makes you feel good do whatever you want it's anti-creator you're you're you know these these parents they're not uh I don't think there's any Christian parents, parents of faith, that are that are saying, yeah, I guess God messed up when he created you. It's interesting. I actually had an opportunity to get to know somebody that gets 
he's had a, he's had an opportunity recently to go into the higher echelons of I'll just say this one of the biggest big tech platforms out there and he got to talk to all the executive team and so many of them identify as uh, in the LGBTQ plus most of them gay or lesbian but he got to find out that there is an actual agenda from these big tech companies to actually sway the opinions and the minds of children into the belief of some type of gender dysphoria, whether that's gay, lesbian, or transgender, whatever. And my friend is a Christian, and him and his wife were there. And one of them asked my friend's wife, they said, you know, how does that, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? And she said, well, as a parent, it's, it's off to me. It's, it's, it's sad to me that one of the first things a child would, would think to, to believe or that they'd have to believe is that God made a mistake when he created them. How do you, how do you rectify that, that they are already a mistake? And the executive said, wow, they hadn't even thought of it like that before. There's a deceit, friends. There's a deceit and a deception that's in the minds of so many people that are running things in our country and globally. When the World Health Organization, boom, they lay down the law. It's no longer a, a mental health disorder. We're just going to open it up and all these other countries just followed suit, including us, United States of America. And what has that led to? Here's the issue. What has that led to? It's pretty insane that we're talking about this under such a, a, a horrible tragedy. But it's something that needs to be talked about because there are parents that are allowing their children, minors, to cut off body parts, paying for it out of pocket. I'm going to show you a clip. I'm going to show you a, a picture where these parents are talking about how they were able to go allow their child, 15-year-old, to chop off body parts that they will never ever get back at 15. Yet you've got ESPN that's celebrating Leah Thomas for, for Women of the Month. Born a male. Ranked 462nd, I believe. Oh, I'm, I'm a female. And actually won, won all the championships with all of his Male genitalia still still intact. You know that that right there should be one of the that should be just one. It's like if somebody's gonna want to change their gender and be identified, be recognized as a different gender, they shouldn't have any body parts whatsoever. And I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about adults, adult men that are being thrown into women's prisons because they identify as a female. Yet they still got all their genitalia intact. Yeah, you're an adult. You want to identify that way? There should be no body parts whatsoever. And then guess what? Your chromosomes are still your chromosomes. You can't change your DNA. So because of this push to allow children to believe, A, that they were created in error, that God messed up when he created them, the statistics for suicide, for attempted suicide, from kids are through the roof. This this clip is, uh, I believe, when in 2018, when we had to then 
when we changed it. The doctors that be, the elite doctors changed it and said it's no longer a mental health disorder. Now it's just a uh, preference. That's all it is. But listen to the mental health issues that are boiling under the surface. I believe this is just one such case where it wasn't, it wasn't a direct impact on them, although it was. Shooter lost their life today. But they wanted to go out and cause mayhem for other people. It's boiling under the surface. And if it's not checked, if we don't stop it and deal with the root cause, which I'm going to get into in a little bit, if we don't deal with that now, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. I truly believe that. Mental health is a topic that affects all of us. But for some Iowans, getting help can be more difficult than you might realize. Local 5's Carson J.S. Reichardt joins us now. Carson, who is in need of help right now? Yes, yeah, Samantha, LGBTQ people across the country have struggled with their mental health for years, and here in Iowa is no exception. Advocates I spoke with today are concerned that here in the Hawkeye State, that problem may actually be getting worse. 42%. According to the Trevor Project, that's the percentage of LGBT youth who've considered suicide in the past 12 months. Meanwhile, lesbian, gay, and bisexual adults are more than twice as likely as heterosexual adults to experience a mental health condition such as depression or anxiety. Among transgender adults, that rate is even higher at four times more likely. Four times more likely. So we're supposed to affirm them, but then they still have mental health issues. They, they still battle with anxiety and depression even more severely. So how is affirming their belief that they were created wrong, any benefit whatsoever. You, you, you can't make sense of that. Every statistic shows, and I, I want to dive deeper into this, as to the upbringings of these children, the homes. Are they from broken relationships? No father, no mother. Now you've got it where same-sex couples can adopt this the one YouTube these two men are adopting like 12 kids or having them created in test tubes. It's like, if, if, we, if we don't, as a nation of sane individuals, address this for what it is and stop allowing it, and this, this goes to stop spending your money with woke corporations that are promoting this agenda. That's why I'm, I champion Public Square. Didn't plan on talking about that right now, but that's exactly one of the things that Public Square does. Public Square is like a Yelp for conservatives, for patriots. It's free to sign up. After the show, I'll put the links. It's free to join as a business. It's free to join as a consumer. And in each city you're in, your own city, you're traveling, you can look up what it is that you want to buy. Maybe you're used to buying stuff off Amazon. I know it's easy. But are we going to let our hell, our country go to hell in a handbasket because ordering on Amazon is easy? I think we think I think we could be a little inconvenienced. Just enough by a few days. Adjust our schedule so we don't run out and need something the next day and order something a few days ahead of time and order it from a patriotic America loving company that you'll find on Public Square. I'm championing them. I'm doing some exciting stuff with them this this year. That that's one way. We've got to stop spending money and giving our money to these woke corporations that hate our beliefs, that hate our values, and that don't care one iota about what we think and what we believe. 
when we are the bedrock of this nation. American families are the bedrock of this nation. American small businesses are the bedrock of this country's economy. We've got to shift. That's one way we can shift. So with suicides, uh, just look at these statistics. This statistic right here. Youths with gender dysphoria have surged 2017 to 2021, almost tripled across the United States. California, look at that, surged from 2015 to 21, straight up. Massachusetts, New York, Michigan. What, what was this sharp increase, do you think? All these states, what was this sharp increase? Pennsylvania, Washington, what was this sharp increase? Well, friends, I believe it has been not only since 2018 changing from mental health disorder to uh, you know a preference, but the nonstop push from all TV, all these studios that are promoting it. It's like you can't watch a show without every third or fourth person, if not more, being a part of the alphabet gang. That's not reality. It's still only maybe 5%, even if you said 10% of the country that identified that way. That's one out of 10 people. Not two out of five or three out of five. We've got to stop giving them our money. We've got to change it. So it's interesting to me as well that the people that deal with these youth, they continually talk about them being affirmed. They've got to be affirmed in their, in their belief that they are actually or should actually be a different gender. Listen to this. Jesse Pocock, executive director of Inside Out Youth Services, works with transgender teens every day. She says with the stigma associated with being transgender, teens that identify as such are more likely to commit suicide. They're five times as likely in Colorado to attempt suicide. So these are young people who are really getting the message that who they are isn't okay. Who they are isn't okay. Who's telling them that message to begin with? You know, at the core root of this, friends, I got I to gotta get into this. At the core root of this, I think every single individual, especially an adolescent uh, and especially kids, you, you, you're, you're curious as kids. Kids are curious. They want to know, you know, why they're here. They, they look and see what other people identify as being glamorous or as being courageous or as being beautiful. Uh, why, that's why there's such a push to make all these drag queens glamorous, beautiful, and something to aspire to be. Instead of, you know, you know, just another reason to pull out your Bible and read to your kids. You know, the beautiful thing about the Bible, it says the creator of the universe, he loves you so much. He knew you before he formed you in, in your mother's womb. He fashioned your innermost parts. He says you're beautifully and you're wonderfully made just the way you are. And if kids aren't hearing that from their parents, well, then they're going to leave it up to their friends, to the TV, to the shows they're watching, to the World Health Organization that says, oh, this isn't a mental health issue. This is this is a, you know, a, a identity that you can just assume. You can just switch just like that. And unfortunately, you've got parents that are buying into this. I pulled this off of this uh, this post. I had to share it because this is just it's 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 uh it's in my opinion it is child abuse. It's child abuse. No parent should be endorsing and affirming a child 
chopping off body parts that make them who they are. It's a part of their identity. If you're 18 and you're an adult, you, you still can't drink. 21, they say, well, your brain isn't even fully you know, capable of handling alcohol in a responsible manner till you're 21. Some studies say 24, 25 years old. But, but if you're a teenager and you want to chop off body parts because you think you feel better in your skin as a different gender, well, let's just go ahead and do it. These parents should be jailed. Their names are blocked out. But look at what these parents did to their 15-year-old boy. Parents of transgender children. Our daughter, which was a boy, had an archaeectomy at 15, but we paid out of pocket because insurance didn't cover it. What's an archaeectomy? That means the testicles were chopped off. Are you kidding me? Do you mind sharing which dock you used and roughly how much it cost? These other parents just want to know, oh man, my, my child, I want, to, I want to change their body. I want to chop stuff off. The parent goes on to say, yeah, under $5,000, including airfare and hotel. Considering what her, uh, what her blocker implants cost, even after insurance, it was probably a wash. Considering she would have required at least two more before 18. It's just, it's almost unfathomable that, that a parent would do that, yet it's happening. Should be child abuse. Parents should, should be responsible. Doctors should be responsible. And we're now starting to see that some individuals that went through reassignment procedures are going back and they're suing these hospitals. They're saying, I was a minor. I did not consent. You reversed something, changed something on my body that I'll never get back. Not to mention, I've seen so many videos of so many individuals that have gone through these changes and then the medications they're taking nonstop, sometimes morning, noon, and night. The things that are leaking out of their body, the itchiness, the swollen, I mean, it's just, it's, it's abhorrent. Yet you've got ESPN admiring Leah Thomas as a woman, a champion among women. And how many little boys that just don't feel like they fit in their skin. Newsflash, most boys don't feel like they fit in their own skin till they're, till they're grown. I had a major insecurity issue when I was a teenager. When I was a young, my parents divorced at nine years old. I didn't know who I was. I'm half black and half white. I'm not as dark as some of the, as the, most of the black folks that I was raised around, but I'm definitely not white. Where do I fit in? You take a kid that's mixed up like that and introduce, here's the answer to your problems. I'm thankful I never had a thought whatsoever that I'd feel more comfortable in my skin trying to be a woman, but you take a kid that's all mixed up like that and you inject that idea into them and let them see these drag queens that are being paraded around on The View and talked to by Nancy Pelosi and, and they're, you take a kid and feed them what they think's glamorous and what's going to make them feel accepted. And then you got parents that are going to go ahead and go along with it. 
We are in trouble as a country if we don't stand up and say something. This, this final video, and then I'll give you my final thoughts. There's a movement that's being pushed right now by, uh, I know, I believe Jordan Peterson is a part of it. It'll say the name at the end of this video, but let's, let's listen to, if you haven't shared this by now, hopefully even after the show, still hit the share button. You never know which of your family members or friends will see something or hear something in my show today, or if you're listening to the podcast, share it with 10, 15, 20 friends. You'll never know which one of your family members or friends might hear something that just that just triggers something that says, you know what? That that's right. I, we gotta we gotta change this. We gotta we gotta course correct here right now. And it starts with each of us individually. If we do not course correct, friends, we're going down a path that is gonna wind we're gonna have an entire generation. Some of the latest statistics are 42% of, of teenagers now are identifying in the LGBTQ+, the alphabet gang. Are you kidding me? We have an entire generation of individuals that are so confused, don't know which way's up. And you know what? As a country, that puts us in a very, very weak position when it comes to other nations, other countries that love to wipe us off the map and take over. But let's listen to what some youth that went through with their transitioning, even as teenagers, let's listen to what they're saying now. They're not even in their 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s yet. But listen, listen to what they have to say. Only telling someone yes and telling someone yes, you're valid and only affirming is not an act of love. Love is putting up those boundaries and saying no and having to keep someone safe even when they might be upset at you for it. Only affirming isn't love, it's enabling. When you're 19, you think you know everything. This film is a snapshot into history. Would you do this if you were alone by yourself without affirmation of all your friends? As many of you know, I travel around the country talking about this. There's still a lot of things that I can't do legally. I can't rent a car. I can't even rent a hotel room because I'm under the age of 21. And yet at 13, I was allowed to make the decision to change my sex. I would have just told my former self, you know, to be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. I want to I want to share that dot com because I believe that it's in, it's important. It is affirmation generation affirmation generation movie.com. Not sure who put it out. Uh, I thought I saw uh, Jordan Peterson promote it. Affirmation generation movie.com. We're a, collect, a collection of, of individuals, young individuals, that bought into the hype of tra- changing your gender because somehow that's going to fix your heart. Friends, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. So many people, these, these uh, professionals are saying they're not being affirmed. How about affirming somebody for how God made them? How about telling somebody that's a young a young boy, you're going to grow up to be strong, courageous, bold. You're, 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 God has created you and, and put dreams and desires inside of you that God wants to use for you to, to solve problems in the world around you and in the, and in, and in the world as a whole. To young, young girls that you're beautifully and wonderfully made. God handcrafted you and created you. He had a dream and he wrapped your body around it and you're going to grow up to be to be a beautiful, courageous, bold, daring woman that's doing great things, that's doing amazing things because God created you special. 
it, it really tears my heart. It really tugs at my heart when I see those videos of those individuals that have gone through ir, 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 irreparable voice tra transitioning that won't ever get their voice back that they should have. They, they can't just regrow breasts. You can't regrow anything downstairs. And yet now they're stuck. Friends, if we don't say something, if we don't share something, if we don't do something to make the truth heard and affirm people for how God created them, then we're leaving them to the wolves. And with those clips of the, what the parents have already done to kids, there's wolves out there that are seeking to devour this next generation and we cannot let it happen. We must not let it happen. So friends, God bless you. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Please share this. I'm back on here. I'm back on my podcast, back doing my show. Help spread the word. I've got to try to bring some truth to wake as many people up as possible. We've got a nation to save. We've got families to save. We've got kids to save. And say a prayer for the families affected in Nashville today. God bless you. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show.